Officials from the Federal Aviation Administration say there were no aircraft incidents or accidents in this area Tuesday night, but multiple witnesses report seeing a large blue object fall out of the sky and into the ocean. Now that's some spooky ass shit. We're talking about some UFO, can't really say aliens, but what else could it be? You know what I mean? And I still came, say it's aliens. And they came here at a time that the people of this world, because we are people of this world, are so divided. So what does that tell you? You know? I mean, for me personally, that tells me that we're fucking up. We we're are doing something really stupid and they and they have a consciousness that isn't even it isn't even obtainable to the majority of people in this world. Because, I mean, me personally, I, I'm, I'm friends with everybody I meet. I like to be friends, not enemies, no matter what party you you uh, align with or whatever. I respect everybody, but not everybody has the same opinion. And I think that they're in a, you know what I mean? They're trying to regulate shit over here. We're their entertainment, man. We're their entertainment. They probably, you know, if they're, if they're able to get over here, right? I'm just going to theorize about the alien. If the alien is able to be here at this moment and they're looking down at us and seeing what's going on, that means they probably lived through this generations ago. And this is their this is their reality show. I mean, we are a reality show. We got this guy in, in office who's running the, the biggest country in the world who, you know, is a straight up joke right now. And we got all these people fighting and everything else. And I'm not going to get too in detail with it because this podcast is going to be a fun podcast. But I will say these aliens are getting a kick out of what we're doing right now. Right. And if it is aliens, you can't help to think that it has something to do with what happened at the Capitol the other day. Exactly. Exactly. They're like they're watching people kicking fucking windows and shooting people and doing all this crazy stuff. RIP to people who died in that whole situation. But how ridiculous is this over an election? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? And um, and without picking any sides about who's right or who's wrong. And even in and I and I totally support 110 percent the Black Lives Matter movement. But it doesn't change the fact that there's still so much division in this world. Now, everybody has a reason why they're doing it. And I'm not going to touch on who I think is right and who I think is wrong. At the end of the day, I'm going to say that I hate all the division that's going on in this world. All I want is for everybody to be peaceful. Why can't we all be on the same page? What does it take to not understand your neighbor that has different views than you? Why can't you respect them? And, and agree to disagree and still be, you know, friends we, and we still be unity. okay. We need the unity, man. It's, you know, it, I've said this on many podcasts. People know Big Mike the Don here, here with Jay Buddha, yes, here sir. with uh, Mr. Trey Williams. And, uh, you know, I know we started off a little different this time, but I think it was fitting, you know, because, yeah, you thought we were going to talk about the Capitol right off the bat. No, no, no. It's about the aliens, bro. The aliens looking <laughs> down at the Capitol, laughing at us. That's what we're doing. We're dude, laughing at dude, this. Dude, I would love to hang out with some fucking aliens. Oh yeah, bro. Me it, too. Like, I'm not even, I don't even feel threatened. Like, in, I want to like, see what type of button they got. Oh, bro, dude. They got they some shit that's out of this world. I would, I would end. No pun intended. I would end, I would end the Big Mike non-smoking streak for, for some alien ganja. You know what I mean? Hey man, if I was in your situation, I would do the same shit, bro. I want to be, but I feel like I feel like we 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 turn to these things to have a different kind of enlightenment. So like when I smoke, bud, I'm way more tolerable to people that I wouldn't be tolerable normally. They got yeah. some shit on. I don't know. I feel like it, they're they're automatically high all the time. They gotta be, and it's so crazy that I'm making this assumption about something that <laughs> it's not even in front of me. But like realistically, though, why else would they be here? You know what I mean? They haven't come. We know they're here. There's been plenty of accounts, even since ancient civilizations. We've seen we've seen drawings and 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 sculptures inside of caves back in the days of all of airplanes and helicopters. They've been here. They haven't oh, yeah. they haven't started war with us. So obviously they, you know what I mean. Either we're some kind of a test, or yeah, like, they're here to study us, or prevent, or promote something. Like I said, we're a show, man. We're a show. They they get a kick out of what we're doing right now, because obviously if they don't want us to know, you know, like they make it mysterious in a way, because they're not out here just pulling up, 
to the White House, like, hey, oh, what's up? My name's Alien Joe. But yeah, you know, you know, a lot of people make them out to be smarter than us. What if they're fucking dumber than us? I don't believe that. How? How's that possible, bro? If they can, if they can literally come from wherever they come from and watch us and do all these crazy things what in the sky. Like, <laughs> oh, wow, what? cool. You want to know yeah. my opinion on that? If they were dumber than us, they would, they would, they would try to start war with us. Yeah, that's how that's how stupid my opinion of war is. Like, they could be scared. There's nothing you. If I have a disagreement with anybody, my first thing is to to come to a common solution on why we're disagreeing and hopefully walk out yeah, as friends. Just, just kind of think of it like that game, The Forest. You know, <laughs> starting off right. Yeah, what am game? I going to get stuck yeah. in the rocks again? Yeah. <laughs> die from dehydration. I'll never play. Try to kill game the again. octopus thing. <laughs> Listen, but, y'all, don't play the game The Forest saying, unless you unless you're willing to die in some in, rocks. In some rocks. In, in the beginning, right? You see these crazy ass shit, fucking octopus head and whatnot. Right. You're like, you stay back, right? You're like, oh shit, fuck. You're scared. You're like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck this motherfucker can do. Right. Maybe that's how the aliens are. Well, nah, like, man. All right, how I, far I, did you get in the game? Last, he, last time I checked in, there was only cannibals running trade. around. Going, last time I played, the fucking octopus guy fucked up our whole camp. Yeah, and, and we had to restart. You see, if I got to an octopus guy, that would be that. I mean, I already stopped playing, but that I don't definitely know if they started playing after that. So I said, just restart. Well, Don't say either it. way. Either way. Either way. I kind of see what you're saying. But at the same time, I just feel like that. There's no way. There's just no way these things are not more. How is it no way? Because they. How ha- is it automatically? How that are they? They're smarter. Than so us. they're smart. So they're smart enough to get out here, but they're not smart enough to. It's y- just exploring. And it's like you see something. Okay, so we're, what if it's coincidental? So why are they we not exploring? Stumble all the upon place? us. Exactly. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. And there's been, but we don't know. But in this specific video that we started this podcast off with, mm-hmm. if we let it continue a little bit more, everybody could look it up on their own. UFO in Hawaii just happened like a week or two ago. Shout out ABC Seven. Yep. Right. Um, You're in 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 the video. People describe seeing the thing in the sky and then seeing it dart towards the ocean and a matter of point less than a whole but second. But it doesn't. So how, so, but no, it does reflect on how intelligent these beings no, are because right. we don't have that kind of technology right. to do such a thing. So, and, and we if, think if, of, if I, we why, go to other places. Yeah, but ourselves. if we think of a, the smartest people, we think of the smartest planet. people on this planet, the people that can do technology at the highest levels, what do we consider them? Extremely fucking smart. They Elon just happen Musk. to stumble upon the right planet. We go to these other planets. Maybe they have slightly better technology where they can go a little further. Yeah, but what know, planets man. are we going? Maybe to? they're like coming you, from right. a planet we're not able to reach yet. So but I'm saying, what planets do we go and that's, to where we're where we're doing? We go like Mars, Venus. You know, I think the closer been to planets. Mars. Have we been to Venus? We've I, never been no, to I don't Venus. think we. I mean, we've Venus had is a little hot. You can get. We've had robots. You, you can't land on there. I think but Trey you can just get wants visions. to feel like he's smarter than an alien. I think this is where he's getting at. He just and doesn't yeah, want to be dumber than an alien. Be, no. And he might be. Trey's a very smart individual. But I with, with that don't being try said, to play me, Big but no. with that being said, I think I, I think I'm I, I'm I'm not you know the smartest motherfucker in the world. But I think I have a I think I have a um, enough. And it's in, just opinion. It, you know? Yeah, exactly. I I feel like I have enough intelligence to feel like these guys are more advanced than us because like i said before like i touched on like i don't want to start war with people why are we always at war in this world with one another how do you solve a problem being at war and that's been since the beginning of time yeah. we've been fighting have, have we really progressed no, Even the, you always could say something we, to do with money i got theory man. exactly and and money only benefits a certain amount of people in those situations, it doesn't right. always benefit everybody. So, how is that intelligent? It's You're only benefiting your family and you, the ones close to you. But what about the rest of the people in the world? Had everybody else joined together and had been a part of that beneficial act of whatever you're doing yeah. then the whole world would prosper but nobody stalled like that and that's why i think we're not the most intelligent now it's because you know I mean? it's because we're still we still value control so highly so 
like I like I've always thought and always said, you know, it's the people that are running this world that control the way the aspects of other people act. So they want, you know, like it's no it's no, you know, false narrative to say racism is real. It's a true thing. But, you know, it was created by somebody. You know, what I mean, everything was created by somebody. And it's you know, it's an evolution that these people are, you know, keep going into today to think just because Joe Biden's in office now that racism is gone is a complete fallacy it's a fallacy you know to think that donald trump was in office and he created racism is false it's a fallacy you know this is stuff that you know donald trump like i said i don't hate the guy i just think that he has old man values and he's a businessman and he's done things the same way for a long time but at the same time it's the backing of all the people that are even above him that we don't know about. Because you got to think, if you want control, do you want your name out there? Like, if you're the president of the United States, are you going to be the one who's in charge of everything? No, because your name is out there. So you're just the puppet. You know, the people above know to keep their names in the, you know, shallows. And they just control from afar. But see, that goes into a whole nother topic, too. Right. And that and and that topic, what you're bringing up, Big Mike, it, it, it would totally kill Every single argument that everybody has with each other in this day and age. Oh, uh, I represent this side. I represent this side. Yeah. You know what? No, fuck sides. Yeah. What is going to be beneficial to your children? I've got an eight-year-old son. You know what I mean? And 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 I've got friends who have kids, friends who have stepkids. You know what I mean? And, and I worry about what their future is going to be like. You yeah. know what I mean? Scary, man. It, it really is scary. And, and with that mentality, I try to think of how can I benefit this world better by raising my son to be an upstanding citizen. And and I just want him to be something of this world that's going to make it better. Right. And it's hard, though, because you could do something very productive, but you're also just playing a role in the world. You know, you could be very productive, but you're just playing a role because we need people that are, you know, that do charities. We need people that do all these things because they're great faces to see why the world's a great place. But then you also got people who, you know, still have slaves. And, you know, we still. Yeah. Like me and Trey were talking about the last podcast we did. You know, it's like our cell phones, bro. Like, uh, you know, we have shit in our cell phones that came from slaves and we still use them, you know, and it's like the world, you know, and that's how they manipulate us, you know. Just like they do manipulate, you know, like a race thing is they do it to the fact that they try to use it against everybody, you know. So it's like they 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 make this thing where it's like now it's kind of like reverse psychology in a way is how it used to be. You know, white people used to use it against black people. And now, you know, not saying that black people use it against white people now, but the higher ups are trying to produce that narrative. So it's kind of like now, oh, look at this, you know, mm-hmm. now, you know, they, they just introduced this thing that they want to do like repar- uh what's it called? Uh, reparations, you know, and I'm, I'm all for like helping out and trying to even things out better. But like, you know, the way they're they're doing it is kind of sketchy. They're trying to make it like over push it so that, you know, the people are get mad about it. They want people mad. And what a more convenient time than right now. Exactly. Uh, 100% it's the most convenient time they could have possibly did it they did it there's no there's no uh you know no question about that and and without diving too deep it just makes you think like this whole coronavirus I know it's real I've had I've you know I know people personally who have passed away who have gotten sick from it and um I know it's real but the intention behind it why are there so many things that are passing and going on that that are that are you know what I mean that never would have normally happened, and you know what I'm scared for the most. I know what happened at at the Capitol, and I respect everybody's beliefs and what they think is right, and and whatever it is, I have my own beliefs on that. But at the end of the day, I'm worried about the the inauguration that's coming up. Yeah, me because too. Because it's like this is what happened at that time. Now the official time that we we elect the new president and he becomes our president what kind of mayhem is gonna happen i feel like this is a video game like i really do feel i like feel like some crazy ass shit is gonna happen on 20th yeah. what, do you, what do you think specifically Chad? yeah like if you were to give an idea specifically like, yeah i don't know but more riots yeah well definitely you know, something like that happened the other just, day just just to just to touch on the riot part of it 
You got to think of it this way. And I mean, like I said, I'm trying not to get too in depth, but it's just like, it just irks me a little bit. I got a little irked to me when, you know, this whole time you've been hearing these, you know, Trump supporters and everything like that. Republicans, you know, talk so badly about other people. And I don't condone them burning cities and stuff like that. But at the same sense, they had their reasoning behind it or they, you know, they have a, a undertone behind it. And now look at the Trump supporters doing the same exact thing, but actually attacking like a government officials. You know what I mean? That's a federal but different offense. consequences. Yeah. With different consequences. And, exactly. And, and you know what? It's a fucked up situation at the end of the day. And at all we can ever hope for from this point on is that we figure it out. Yeah. And and I don't I've never felt more hopeless in my life. I remember growing up in the 90s. All three of us grew up in the 90s. And, yeah. and there's never been even our parents and our grandparents have never been in a situation where we've been so frightened. Maybe I guess during like the Cold War mm-hmm. when that when when that whole issue was going on. But to this degree where something happens and we're so almost immune to it, right. where where it feels like, oh, OK, like the Capitol thing happened and it blew my mind. But it wasn't it wasn't to the same severity as if it were to happen maybe 10, 15 years ago. Right. It would have been it would have been something totally different. Now it's like, oh, I felt like that was going to happen because Uh there's so many people upset. And like I said before, I respect everybody's views. What we need to do is get those people that did what they did and the people that believe what they did was right. Get them on the same page as the people who have been supporting Black Lives Matter right. and doing what they have done and get them all on the same piece together and find a common ground. But that's impossible. No. It's so hard to do because we're all, as human beings, we're all fucking stubborn creatures. Yeah. And we listen to propaganda, bro. Propaganda's out there everywhere you watch. Just like Kyrie Irving. He's over here. He don't want to play just because. And he don't even give a real reason. Dumbass. So, so Trey, what do you think that reason was? If you had to think of one thing in the world, I mean, I think it's personally obvious, but yeah. what, do, what do you think? Yeah, I probably have the same opinion. It obviously, has something to do with what happened at the Capitol the other day. Mm-hmm. He falls right into that propaganda. But the thing I don't like is he didn't say that. If you're using the platform, properly use it. Like, say what you're using it for. Don't just, I just didn't feel like playing. Yeah, well, it was the we same. know why you didn't feel like playing. It was, Say it, like support your reasoning. It almost sounds like a condescending, like little kid reply. Yeah, I yeah, just didn't want to play. Absolutely. We know why. Yeah, we know why, but you're not saying why. Yeah, no, it's the same thing as you know him getting fined for not wanting to do interviews. You know, it's just like. But at least he said why. He didn't really though. He never he really. Did. He said I don't want to because you know I'm at this platform. Yeah. He just for this for this moment. He just straight up said, I just didn't feel like playing. Which is crazy. I wish I could just say, I don't want to go to my job. Same, bro. <laughs> like you imagine, still get paid, right? <laughs> imagine just like call, like not even calling out. Just just, just like, oh, I'm not just, coming. He just don't show up. And I heard that he didn't even communicate with any of the coaches. That's what my dad told me. He oh, didn't communicate God. with anybody. Um, like imagine just not showing up to work, not telling any of your managers, not saying anything. Right. And then. Your 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 press statement is uh, uh, I just didn't want to play, <laughs> and you still get expected to get paid. Right, right. It's nuts how how they have that. There's like a whole other standard, and I feel like for me personally, I feel like Kyrie Irving is a once in a in a generation talent. 100%. His ball handling out of this world. He's a clutch player. He could shoot. He could hit Definitely. the big shot. He does such uh, amazing things that I've never seen before in a basketball court. But little things like this honestly go against his legacy. Mm-hmm. And like, and and think about moving to Brooklyn. All right, formerly the New Jersey Nets, you're starting a a whole new franchise. The New Jersey Nets weren't really known for too much. They went to the finals once back or twice back. or whatever. Okay. And and but they never had that moment that made them established. Now they have that opportunity. You've got Kyrie, and then you've got Kevin Durant. Who, by the way, I, am I the only one? I, Top five I never, easily. Yo, no, definitely. I never thought that that KD would recover the way that he did so far because we're yeah. still early into it. You know what I mean? 
Now, with that opportunity, why would you play this game where you could literally fuck everything up? You've got Brooklyn, a whole bunch of fans that that want to. They have their own team now, right? And you're in the mecca basketball. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to take a brand new team, a fairly brand new team, and make them something significant? When you do something like this, you're 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 turning a lot of fans off. How do you yeah. feel, Big Mike? As a as a Nets fan since we were kids, this guy's a lifelong Nets fan. Yeah, since it's Jay Kidd and Kmart. It's bittersweet, man. Carrie Kittles. I'm so <laughs> I'm so torn about it because you know Ky- I love having Kyrie. I love having Kevin Durant, and I feel like. Kyrie Irving, though, there's just so much potential for him to be the fucking Kanye of basketball, man. He's so much drama, but he's so good. So it's like you just want to hope that he could just, you know, it's like that. It's like that kid with ADD about to do some like sport. You're like, oh, can you just hold in that energy and just focus in on what you're doing and not do some crazy shit? It's like, come on, man, let's do it. You know, it's like I root for him. I want him to do good. And he does do good, bro. He drops mad fucking buckets. He crosses mad people up, mad assists. He's fucking nasty. It's just the guy has to have some kind of drama that goes around with him, you know. And sometimes that's what holds you back from being an NBA championship. It's because you have too much goddamn drama in the background. And that's my scare. You know, the Nets are better than they've been in a long time, even though they're only five and five right now. You know, this team has potential to really go, go at it. And, and with that being said, what, yo, Trey, tell me, what's the Knicks record right now? Oh, fuck the Knicks. The Knicks. Hold on. Let's look this I up. I think they're also it. five and five. They're, they're somewhere, yeah, they're right around 500. They're going to fuck it up. I know that. They're going to oh, fuck it up. Nah, the bro. The Knicks nah. hater, this guy. I don't hate the Knicks. Since we yeah, were you kids, do. this guy. You hating right you off know. the back. No, you've always. I've never we hated don't, the we Nets. Don't even, we don't even have a superstar. I don't know. I think that uh, you could say Randall. Is, I think but that he's, he's not defined. One. He's not defined as one because he's he's creating his right, legacy but this like year, like the Nets, like the Nets. Yeah, KD and Kyrie, that's superstars. The, that's the superstars, bro. We don't love we it. don't have that label on our team. And look nah, at us. But that but what you do now it could get you that superstar in the and future. We're about to play each other real soon. Oh, so yeah. so the Knicks sometime are, next week. I forget which day. The Knicks are five and four. And if, and if you follow basketball, you don't even necessarily have to be a Knicks fan. You already know the trauma and 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 the stress that us Knicks ha- Knicks fans have had. We are literally the joke of not just basketball, sports in general. Oh, that so record five is and four, beautiful to me. One one game over five hundred is literally like celebration worth. And and this guy, uh, uh, Julius Randle, he is. Balling out he's of the damn near out of the triple gym. double. Yeah, he's finally he's finally doing uh, what he was supposed to do when he came to the Knicks, which is nice. I'm happy for you guys, man. I'm just saying, you guys, no, won't, you, you guys, yeah, I am. I am happy for y'all. You know what I mean? I don't I'm hate not. the Knicks. They yes, might say I'm do. a Nick hater. I like hater, I, you know, Brooklyn's my team. New Jersey Nets was my team. We're natural rivals until, until okay. they decided to go to Brooklyn. Then you mad. became an Atlanta Hawks fan yeah, because said, you like yeah, Jamal Crawford. Right off the yeah. bat, he was no like, disrespect to J- Jamal. I'm not a Nets fan no more. They're not New Jersey. They're not New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but it, it, it ended bit. quick though. In Big Mike's defense, I'll, I will defend him. It ended very quickly, and he became a, a Nets fan against once he saw Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett go yeah, to Brooklyn. One, but you know, it, once either they way, they were in the playoffs. Yeah. Nah, nah, not He's when like, they were yeah, in the playoffs, bro. Boy. Nah, it was literally when they literally got Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. And that was maybe a couple months after I was like, all right, I'm an Atlanta Hawk fan. And then I was even borderline trying to be a Portland Trailblazer fan. I don't know, man. I was going all over See, the place. like Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford was my guy, man. He it's still my guy is. Too. He was on the Nets. Yo, I was soup when he was on the Nets, and then he fucking got hurt the first game he played. Jamal Crawford? <laughs> it was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. When was he on bro, the Nets? Bro, he signed on the Nets when we were in, um, when we were in uh, Orlando. Bro, he, he played one game and got hurt. That's it? <laughs> That's it. So he didn't play the rest of that season? No. Yeah, one game and got hurt. What year was that? This year, bro. This, up. this year, what? right? In bro, look it up. In the bubble. Jamal Crawford signed with the New Jersey Nets or the Wild New Jersey Nets. Brooklyn Nets. And he played one game and got hurt. Go ahead. Google search that. All right. So I'm looking here. You are absolutely right. He played one game with the Brooklyn Nets. Wow. I didn't even know that. Did you know that, Trey? No, I did not. I was totally against it. <laughs> I didn't think he was even on that team at all. 
Me neither. So I, I wonder what the injury was. It costed him the whole season. Was I that think the it was either season? it was his Achilles or his knee or something like that. Something season ending. How okay. old is dude? Jamal. He's pretty Crawford old, bro. He's damn near forty. He's forty years old. Oh, he's forty. I yes. think he's the new oldest player in the league. Dude, and that dude, I with the utmost confidence, I feel like he could cross anybody up in this he league. He does. He still ha- to this day. For years, he had probably the craziest crossover. Like, <laughs> if he crossed you over, he wasn't getting that shit. You know what I felt about Jamal Crawford? I felt like he helped integrate the whole street ball vibe. What Rafer, yeah. what Rafer Alston was trying to do, skip to my Lou. I, I actually watched a video about a lot of referees trying to crack down on his style of play because they didn't want that in the NBA. Jamal Crawford was still able somehow to integrate that and still keep doing it. And now look at today's day and age. If you think about one of the greatest players of all time in, in current day and that will go down all time period, Steph Curry, look at his ball handling. And same goes with Kyrie. It's street ball, 110%. Bro, look what Steph did the other day, not just the dribbling. Bro, halftime, I think they were down like, or maybe it was third quarter. They were down about 20. Steph came back, wah, 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 hitting everything. They came back and won you know against what sucks? the Clippers. You know what sucks, though? I feel I feel so bad for Steph because I feel like there's so much more greatness for not even just Steph. He's himself. underrated. No, no. he. It's hard to say that now because you can only say that. When a person retires, really, at the end of the day, I don't think he's underrated because he literally turned the whole game into a different game. Yeah. The game, you have seven footers shooting uh, three pointers. That's not, you know what I mean? That's not a coincidence. That's because of Steph Curry, in my opinion, the dude literally changed the whole game to where kids are playing rec and or high school, whatever, whatever league they're in and. It's all about three pointers. Yeah, the the bro. game when when I I remember growing up, I got into basketball just about the time that LeBron James started playing, and games would end around. If I'm correct, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Around like ninety to a hundred points, a little over a hundred points was a pretty good game. Am I correct on that? Yeah, no, that's that's pretty much a really good game. Now, what is it? What is the average now? It's got to be like 110, 120. No, I think more than that. It's like 120 to 130, really. Definitely oh, above yeah. 120. Oh, yeah, for sure. For you sure. Know what I mean? So with that being said, who else did that? I don't know. I watched during that time, and I felt like Steph Curry was just chucking threes. Yeah. So, so with that being said, I felt like that had to somehow translate to a big guy. Who was the first big guy to start shooting threes in modern-day history? I don't Dirk? know. Definitely. Dirk, Dirk was, is my first thought. Okay. Yeah. So then you the had best, Dirk. Like the best at it, at least. Oh, yeah. No, Dirk was a was a genius with that. He had a good post game, but he was uh, he was very. There uh, was definitely some that could, but the most iconic, Dirk. Yeah. Right off the bat. Dirk, Dirk definitely is the most iconic big guy shooting threes with that high-ass arc shot. That shit's legendary, bro. That so, shit is legendary. So, but that kind of goes against what I was saying because I felt like Steph Curry brought that three point. Oh no! For, no, for he game. changed the game though. He definitely changed the game. Yeah, he changed the game in the aspect of now the game. You know, you could solely focus on shooting it's threes. All about threes. All over the court, not just at the three point line. Steph Curry shoots threes wherever the fuck he wants to shoot a that three. That dude shot so many threes, I felt like he made every player on the opposite team feel like they had to shoot threes just to keep up. Right, but That's he crazy. pretty much he also had a very complimentary player in Clay Thompson, who Clay does Thompson. shoot threes and as well. Draymond, and Draymond and KD. Yeah, no, but I'm just <laughs> saying separate. Other players. But, but for the influential time when it first began, yeah. because it started before the KD. Brothers. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Clay Thompson, though, because, you know, if if, if uh, Steph Curry can't get open or he can't pop one of those crazy threes and they're going on him doubling, you know, Clay Thompson gets open. And guess what? He's almost just as good at popping a three as Clay as uh, Steph Curry is. Dude, you know his I mean? form is phenomenal. Yeah. He's There's got like the- certain people you th- you look at their form and it's like, Perfect. I, I honestly think Clay is a better shooter. I have to disagree. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. Steph, Steph has Steph just gets overlooked because he's able to do it in different ways. Clay is more, you know, set shooter. Yeah, yeah, but how does that make him a better shooter? The fact that Steph Curry could do it in different ways automatically makes him a better shooter. Yeah, because he could shoot seen, off the I've off the seen drive. Steph do shit that if I were to look at other people 
and then see them do what he does and then do the weird step back and shoot but, a three, I'm going to be like, oh, that's an automatic miss. But when I see Steph Curry do it, I'm like, oh, that's in. But that Cur- translated so well to today's day and age, and it changed the whole game. But Clay is more wet, bro. Like, just look at that one game where, what did he take, like 10 dribbles the whole game and he dropped like 50? Yeah, but that's dribbles. that's that that's not a very consistent thing of him. No, to but do. he can. But the team is more focused on Steph. Exactly. Why Clay Thompson gets those opportunities. That's why I'm saying. But that's why I'm saying Clay is a little underrated. Oh no, I I totally don't disagree with that. Well, I he's agree like 100%. he's like the Pippen. He's overshadowed. He's by like the Pippen, bro. He does everything really well. But he's got Steph Curry on the team, who's like the Jordan, bro. And, he's just the main guy, and he's the best defender. Oh yeah, on that team. Oh yeah, I'll give you. Well, Steph well, is a good I don't know. defender Dr- too. Steph's an okay defender, no. but what about Draymond, dude? Draymond, Draymond played, is good too, but I mean, to this I'm day, saying, now, <clears throat> I Clay watched, is the best defender. Trey, have you watched any like uh, Golden State Warriors games within this past, like during this year? Uh, yeah, I watched. Not last night, maybe the night before. How has when Draymond been? How's how's Draymond been playing? Has he been the same nah, Draymond? He's, because he's, he's definitely improving that team. Because he was out like the first five games, and they were like, eh. But since Draymond came back, it, it like elevated Curry. Yeah. So so how come they can't be that same team? Like I get it, Clay Thompson was that X factor. I guess maybe that's I'm answering. He my is. Own He's question. the X factor. You said it perfect. But yeah. was it that? But is it that like he makes them different? That, like, like, can you take Scotty? No, but then when you had Scotty Pippen with MJ, that's when they became. That right. was one that's two. When they became right contenders. And, then, and, and then the Warriors are more like one two three. I look at I look at Draymond like he's like a more offensive Dennis Rodman man because he does the boards. It's not only that, bro, he makes the whole team better. Yeah, no, he definitely does because he can pass. And, he can and the shoot. stats the stats don't necessarily show it. Yeah, because you could tip you could tip a ball and then uh, whoever else on that team yeah. can get a rebound. Right, or you could just play the defense where somebody misses a shot. But you don't get a block recorded for that, and I feel like he was good for that. And yeah. even like Draymond, like his his numbers aren't like outstanding. No, like he'll get like I don't know eight eight and eight. He's not a numbers guy though. No, I feel right. like he doesn't give a he doesn't he give don't a care shit about numbers. He just wants a team to go. He'll do a little bit of everything. He's the garbage man at a decent number. He does though. everything everything you want in a player and not have the crazy stats. You know, he's the opposite of like Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, he's a great player, does everything great, he but he also wants to get all the stats. Hold on, going into Russell Westbrook, uh, whether it was today or yes, I think it was yesterday. I think he tried uh, dunking on who's on the side. Who's on the Celtics? A uh, tall, tall dude. What the hell is his name? Is it Taco Fall? I don't think so. Taco? He's the tallest. He tried. I just know Westbrook. Hold on. I'm going to look it up so I can get the right information. Taco normally Westbrook plays at tried the end of the dunking game. over. If it is Taco, I don't know if it is. He tried dunking over somebody. Like, he jumped from, like, the free throw line. And it was yeah. and it was crazy. Westbrook's kind of getting up there in age. So, yeah. to see him jump the way he did, I was surprised. And then he got his shit smacked. Oh damn! I didn't see that. I gotta, oh, I gotta look that up. Look up. But that as, as Buddha's looking that up, the thing about Westbrook is, you know, it's like I feel like he's he is not a player who's gonna be able to sustain that kind of energy his whole career because he just it, everything that he does great is just so electrifying. Like, how can you keep up? You know what I mean? He's already towards the end of his right. prime. Because even, like, look at LeBron, man. LeBron has LeBron, changed his game up. LeBron is different, though. Yeah, but he's changed LeBron his game up. LeBron is still up. fucking elite. He is, but he's changed his game where it's, you know, he still does electrifying shit, but he knows to kind of moderate it. So he does other things. Like Michael Jordan did. Right, exactly. Michael Jordan relied on that fadeaway, which right. was killer. But had he had already developed that when he was still elite. So right. that way he knew he was smart. He knew what he was doing. Right. So that way he knew. All right, once I lose my hop, once I lose my once I lose my hops, and and I can't do what I used to do, I still got this. Right. You know what I yeah, mean. Yeah. Even, even if even if you look up, I got the video right oh, here, here, guys. All right. All right. Here we go. All right, guys. We'll play. It. We're checking out a video right now. Oh shit. Ooh, Ooh. taco with the block. Did you see where he took off from, though? I did. I did. I did. That was crazy. 
Nuts, then, right? Yeah. Ooh. And then Brown. I like Jalen Brown, man. Yeah. That was, but that like was, it shows that Russell Westbrook still has that athleticism to oh, do yeah. something like that. But I felt like he was just trying to prove a point, no matter what the outcome was, and it turned out bad for him. But yeah, how, you know what I mean? How old is Russell? Man? Russell Westbrook, dude, he's got to be like I would have to say like thirty three or thirty four. Okay, yeah, he might be. I'm gonna look it up right Drafted now. Drafted oh eight. Yeah, so he's definitely he's definitely up there. Anyway, he only played what one year. He's Twelve years in, let's say he came in at twenty. Yeah, got to be thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. so he he uh, he definitely got some time left in him. But like I was saying before, that high energy he plays at, there's got to be a cap to that because that's his game. His game is just high energy. Yeah, but where's the cap come? When you're thirty-two years old, that I mean it should come now. I mean, I guess there were there were glimpses of it when he tried playing with uh with James Harden, and you know what I mean. Yeah, that game though, it's like either you're the team. Or you're not the team. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like if you have no backup plans, I feel like that that's just going to translate to absolutely nothing when it comes to your record. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that was this is, that was the, the original discussion of them playing together. And honestly, they kind of, you know, exceeded what I thought they would be able to do together. How so? Come on. I, I didn't think they exceeded. Anything I felt like they I nah, really they thought that bust. I thought that team was going to, you know, wind up. Being a bust, but I don't think they were a complete bust. I thought they literally with them Not two together, I thought they bust. wouldn't even make the playoffs because I just felt like it was going to be a train wreck. All right, but that's your that, but that, but see, that's going into your opinion now. If you look at if we're let's just say we're just looking at names, it's like Russell oh, Westbrook. Two MVPs. If we're playing, if you're playing two K Trey, and you have Russell Westbrook and James Harden on your team, you're gonna you're gonna destroy it, right? I mean, that's a great team automatically, right? But then when you bring it to real life and you're not in control, it's just comes up to chemistry between the two men. So how do so many people think that you could just put superstars together and all of a sudden it's just going to click? I had arguments with people at work. They were like, oh, that team's going to be bomb. I'm like, there's nothing. They're going to bomb. That's what's going to happen because it's two guys that need the ball at all times. Right. They're two similar players. Correct. 100%. Even though they're a little bit different, I think James Harden has a better shot. But they're similar in, in the aspect that they both have to have the ball in their hands. And, like, how how can that be? Like, James Harden's going to grab the ball, go up court, and what's he going to try to do? Score the ball. Score. And if it's not there for him, then he'll pass about. Right. Tell me that's not the same thing that Russell Westbrook does. Exactly the same thing. And that's kind of like what's happening in Washington now. Really? But what about Bradley Westbrook's- Beal, dude? Bradley Beal is going crazy. Beal needs to get the fuck, fuck out of there. Yeah, he does. He He's be, too good for that fucking organization. He, he could be, he could be like a team's like everything. I just, I just think, you know, Washington, they just don't, I don't know. Maybe it's the, the organization itself. They just can't. Yeah. If he went to like Phoenix with yeah. Chris Paul. Oh, yeah. Oh, my fucking God. That's the perfect player to play with, man. Yeah, but that would be good. Cool, but how long needs. does that last for, though? Who's the backup, though? Like, all right, you have Bradley Beals, but what happened? What happens when Chris Paul is done in two, three years from now? Who who else is on that team that's going to capitalize? You, and I'm only asking. You find another player just yeah. like Chris Paul. I agree with Trey. You find, point, you find somebody point else. Point guard oriented player. That's not easy. You, already you can't have, just say another player like Chris Paul. Yeah, but, Paul. You, have, but you, you get the building blocks. So, like, you can try. I mean, listen, you might, you might fail. You might fail. You I'm not saying you will. will. But you could try <laughs> to find a player coming out of college or even a player in the NBA who has – not not saying that they will be Chris Paul, but they'll be something that like a Chris Paul, how they fac- uh, facilitate the team. So, Big Mike, why even go to why even go to Phoenix in the first place then? Because Phoenix, why I, don't you go to somewhere with a young point guard who's already doing those things where you can you build a franchise what he's doing there? and you can build a relationship with these two where they can grow something. Yeah. And it's not something that's going to be two years and then Chris Paul's going to retire. Then you got to go on a search because that defeats the whole purpose. I just I just like I mean, Trey brought up Phoenix. I just like Phoenix. I think Phoenix, you know, Check for, how they're doing. Yeah. Well, just either way, just the, the team in general, just having Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Yeah, it's like, you know, like, I don't know. They always I always feel like they're right on the cusp of doing something legendary. And then they just they always just get shot down. I don't understand. It's kind of like Utah in a way too. Utah and fucking. No, but Phoenix, the past few years, has just been straight up Devin Booker. And that's it. Utah, you got 
Mitchell, you got Gobert, you got, you know, you got some decent names there. But I feel like Utah should have been doing better than what they should have done. But they're overrated. Rudy Gobert. So who's overrated? overrated? Rudy Gobert. I don't think he's overrated. I I think he's a he's excellent defensive, but but that's what you want from him. I he's mean, fucking ass okay, because you know what it is. So, what do you think? Do you think he needs to develop a three-point shot? No, he, no. no. So then, what is it about his game? Because I think his post game is monster. I'm he's he's a great piece. He doesn't he doesn't fit the, the prototypical NBA he's not an center. All star just because he's a perennial defensive player. That's all he has. And post player. No, I don't think. I think no, he's, he's a good. Not, he has no post moves. No, that's. that's. He's I think not that's the false. best post player. I don't think. You okay, could bring so up. You could bring it up. I don't think he's like Akeem Olajuwon doing no. a dream shake. But I think he's that he average. does. Okay, but what did Shaq do? Shaq was never really a shake and bake guy. Shaq was fucking dominant. What you mean? Let, let, me finish my, let me finish my point. Shaq found a way in his way to get the ball in the bucket. Now, I'm not saying that Rudy Gobert is a big guy where he can do the same thing, but the point still goes where Rudy Gobert could find a way to make the ball go in the bucket. And every highlight that I watch of Rudy Gobert, the ball is going in the bucket, even if it's in the most simplistic way. Like right. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar doing a fucking hook shot uh-huh. every fucking game. No, it wasn't exactly. pretty. He didn't have to do a fucking a shake and a bake and this and that no, left and right. Hook. No, he just did what worked for him. As long as the right. ball goes in the bucket, what what else has to matter? But that's that. I, I understand what Trey is saying, though. Because Trey is saying to you the point. You cannot compare Gobert no, to Shaq. No, you can't do that. But at the same time, I'm not comparing them. I'm just making a statement. You can't say Gobert is, you know, underrated or something like that. Because he has a certain type of play. And the play he. Uh, underrated. That's what you pretty much said. Yeah, I said he's overrated. Oh, overrated. You're right. My bad. But still, Rudy Gobert plays a certain type of way that makes a team better just by the way he plays in his position. Defensively. Yeah, but he's and not. offensively, too. Yeah, but he's not. Because you're looking I at. I watch his highlights, dude. Look at his highlights, Yeah, bro. they're banging, He bro. makes. He, he hits shots, but they're not those shots where you're like, oh, my God, look at what he did. No, he gets the ball in the fucking bucket. Yeah. And he does they're what he open does. open shots. It's what we were talking about in the beginning. Primarily. The okay, big, but, he, what, but how do you get an open shot? From another player. Not necessarily all the time. You can no. just have a right angle. Right. This goes to what I'm saying about Kareem. Did he need another player? No. He could just do his hook shot and make it work. Right. And for an example, he knew that he knew that hook shot and he knew that angle that he needed to be against whatever size he was going. Oh, I'm going against the, the guy that's- The hook shot was unstoppable. I'm going against the guy that's my size. Okay, cool. I'm going to adjust my shot this way. Mm-hmm. I'm going against a guy that's a little smaller than me. I'm going to do it this way. And I think that's what he does right. well. You right. know what I mean? He doesn't fit He doesn't fit the typical big man these days. Because the, all we think of big men now is, yeah, they could do everything. They can go out and shoot. Seven-footers just fucking shooting threes like nothing. He just doesn't yeah. fit that. He doesn't fit that MO. You know what I mean? It, it, but it, it doesn't change the fact that he's still a really good player. I would take Rudy Gobert on the nets right now. Yo, if Rudy Gobert went to the Nets, I'd be cool. Why, why do I need him to be an offensive you threat? You take Rudy Gobert over DeAndre Jordan or Jared Allen? 100%. Hell yeah. No. Hell yeah. Jared, I love Jared Allen. Absolutely. But I, yo, Jared I love, Allen has he's a beast. much better offensive skills than... What? what? Oh, no. my God. Yes. Bro, he's developing, and oh he's getting a lot better, which he's I've good. noticed this year. He's getting a lot... Uh, He's doing a lot of different things that I... Haven't seen in previous years. Overall, Jared Allen is better than Rudy Gobert. No. Wow, that is a bold ass statement That's, to make. That I is bold. Wrote, but I don't know if bold. anybody in this That's world would agree shit. with you. I want to ask the. I want to ask the uh, ask audience. The this. Ask them, please. Uh, you know, can I get a comment? Comment on this? back on this, please. Yeah, and tell him he's fucking crazy. I am for not crazy. That. So, so hold on. I'm gonna look up this guy's. Numbers real quick. Please, please. Let's do so. Stats isn't everything. Oh, here we go. We're talking about offensively, aren't we? Okay. So stats is everything when we're talking about offensively. But I just said Rudy Gobert is overrated. Oh, my God. He's not overrated, bro. But you know what I did think was overrated? You know, me and Trey were talking about the Lakers winning the championship last year. I think that's pretty overrated. But I really want to know, Buddha, what do you think about the, the bubble championship for the Lakers? Honestly... The way that I look at it is due to the current circumstances of the world. We we did what we could. NBA did what they could. And the way it turned out is the way that it turned out. Now, maybe the Lakers had an advantage, but everybody else in that bubble also had the same opportunity 
to yeah. to do the same it thing was fair. that the Lakers were doing. So I exactly, Trey. I think that it was fair that everybody had their opportunity, but at the same time, I feel like it, it was kind of not really. Yeah, because yeah, some, uh, some it just didn't feel like a real NBA Finals to me. You know, not what I mean? only that, but some teams like they advance off of the crowd, like say the Bucks. They they play so much better with the home crowd. Oh yeah, because it's a small market. That crowd is all about that. Team. Oh yeah, that's all they have. That's yeah, all they have like, is the Bucks. That team, their play feeds off of the crowd's reaction. Yeah, but you know they said like we were talking again. You know, they said this NBA Finals, like, a lot of people didn't watch it. It was just kind of, like, under, you know, under the mat. A lot of stuff was going on with that. All the sports were like that. Absolutely. Know? I think this year's going to be different, though. I think everything I it, it's it, everything is far from, from normal. I know every state is different. New Jersey is very far from normal right yeah, now. There's a little but, more adjustment to it now. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I think that the league in general is going to... Almost, it, it almost feels normal to me watching games. It almost feels yeah. more normal than it did when it did in the bubble. So, with that being said, I think the Lakers are probably going to be in the in the finals again. Mm-hmm. That's They're my personal opinion. They are. As far as uh, you know, so long as you know Anthony Davis stays healthy, we all know LeBron James always finds a way to stay healthy for the most part. Um, as far as East Coast contenders, I Ooh. feel like it's. This is a. Uh, uh, it's up there. It's different. This, like, this year is different. It's up for grabs. I'm excited. Who do you think is going to take it, Trey? Uh, I want to say the Hawks. The mm. Hawks. Who on the Hawks is that that difference maker? They got a nice little Trae squad, Young, bro. Trey Young. Yeah. Clint real. Capella. Yeah. Cam Reddish. I love Clint DeAndre Capella. DeAndre Hunter. So you think they're going to do it? You think they, yo, the they got a nice little squad. I'm sticking with the Nets. I'm sticking with the Nets, man. I think once they start gelling together, maybe Kyrie, you know, thinks about, you know, actually winning a championship, you know, with Kevin Durant and he wants to stop his little bullshit. I really think that the Nets can actually bring one home. You know what I mean? Bring one home for Brooklyn and New Jersey. You know what I mean? I think they'll flunk in the second round. Wow. You're a fuck. I honestly uh, agree with you. I feel like something's going to happen. Where where I feel like Kyrie, Kyrie they're gonna reach and an elite team in the second round. I feel like Kyrie and KD's ego is just too big to be on the same team on the same page when it matters. Re- regular season they could probably coexist the whole time, but when it comes to who's taking the last shot, who's doing I, this, who, who's doing I, that, Kyrie is accustomed to that, and so is KD. You know what I mean? So I, I feel know. like they're gonna collide. I think they're gonna get like the second or third seed. And they're gonna lose in the second round. Nah, I think I think they're gonna. I think when the playoffs hit, that's when you're really gonna see the team explode. I don't know. That's it. Listen, we don't they know. Win the they have a strong round. bench. They have a strong yeah. all around team. Like, Yo, even even the other around. players. It's not even just about Kyrie. It's not just about Kevin Durant. You know, we got Joe Harris. Joe Harris is nice. We, you know, we were talking about Jared Allen. You know, DeAndre Jordan. He's nice. He's a solid player to he's have. He's gonna get your boards. He's gonna right. play defense. He's a good. Great. He's a good mentor for Jared Allen. I'll say that much because Jared Allen really will have potential in the future to really explode as that big man for the and Nets. DeAndre. I think he has all the ability to. And I'm a huge Knicks fan, so I'm not gonna say what they can do. I, they I'm just happy. Fuck the Listen, Nets. nope, nope. I didn't ask you, Big Mike Trey. Uh-huh. I support what you're saying. But at at, at the end of the day, I'm happy for the Knicks and what they're doing. I just feel like, um, what's up with the Sixers? I think the Sixers, we have not talked about the Sixers, but they have a a pretty good record right now. They're doing pretty well, if I'm correct. I think they had the better of schedule as well. Trey was saying that... uh, the way Howard was playing point guard tonight? Is that what you were talking about? <laughs> that's what for? that's what Doc Rivers was saying. That's funny. I think that has that to be a joke. Weird. That has yeah, to sound like a joke. Imagine, weird. imagine, Doc imagine like, Howard over like, Ben Simmons. He was like, Ben's not playing. Oh, what happened? Oh shit! The the COVID tracing thing. Oh, that's why shit. most of the team is out. See, that's because oh, uh, what's his name? Seth Curry. Yeah, oh. he got it. So they're doing the tracing thing. Oh God! Uh, yeah, everyone I mean, that was in contact with Seth, yeah. and, and that's what sucks that we have to make that uh, a factor in who yeah. we think is going to win. Like it's terrible. Yeah. That's what yeah, I was talking that, to Trey about. Uh, that one thing can change. Right, I was the like whole season. You like, never what know. if that happens right before the playoffs? Right, you yeah. never know who's going to go on the COVID list. You know, it, you know when it comes down to the playoffs, and it's like you know right. think it's like the Hawks and the Nets, and then all of a sudden. The Hawks, Clay Capella and Trey yeah. Young have 
COVID protocol. Then At, yeah, <laughs> it's like then, damn. The number one seed. This can happen to them in the first round, right. and then they lose to the fucking eighth seed. Anthony uh, Davis, LeBron James, they're gonna have to stay, you know, a hundred feet apart from each other the whole playoffs. <laughs> I think that they're smart enough. Those two guys are smart enough to know that they need to be very yeah, careful and selective of what they do because they're under such a huge spotlight. Yeah, they are. So. Especially LeBron, like he mm-hmm. knows better. Yeah, yeah. He Co- he's all about winning. He'll Co- do whatever it takes to win. But to touch on my point, COVID aside, the Sixers though, how do you guys think they look? I feel like they look they're good. solid. They look I, good. Sure. I think Ben Simmons still needs to develop a shot, but the fact Bro, that they Ben have, Ben hit a three in this the first game of the season. Did he? Yeah. That's I a big like improvement every year. Yeah, just like a game. that's a big improvement. Yeah, I feel like he does this every one, year. Three. Wow. Not the first game. All right, oh, first wow. game. First game cool. is like, all right, this is how I'm coming. How many no, threes has he hit? We're no. talking about benefiting. Exactly. One. We're talking about benefiting <laughs> the team. The fact that they added uh, Steph's little brother, Yo. Seth Curry. That Seth dude is Curry fire. is fucking balling, bro. Fire. I think yeah, that's going to be. He's averaging 18, 20 a game. That's awesome, dude. That's career high for him. for him. He should. Good for him. I, I Listen, I'm a I'm an East Coast guy, so if my Knicks ain't, I hope they can. If my Knicks ain't going to do it, I'm rooting for the Sixers. Yeah, I definitely and I'm go rooting for... for the Brooklyn Nets as much oh, as my God. brother, Big Mike over here, fucking has a lot of hate for the Knicks. Nah, I don't have man. the same. I definitely no, go for someone in the Atlantic vision. I will say this. I like if, the Sixers. I, I like Embiid. I will say if if it was reversed and the Nets were really trash and the Knicks made the playoffs, I would root for the Knicks. Only because you got No, I would. I would root for the Knicks for my people. You know what I mean? False. I, Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> we don't believe you. Yeah, fucking lying. Too bad we'll never see this happen. So. <laughs> all right, I'm a, I, all right. So this is recorded. We got those uh, that statement marked right now. That's so right. If the Knicks keep on doing well, you know what I mean. We got that to hold. To right. Hold, uh, we'll to hold up. We'll talk about that on episode one thousand four hundred and thirty-four. You know, when that's we get a long there. time. Right. Yeah, I know. It's a long time from now. That <laughs> there right. you go. Proof. Big Mike is a hater. He will never. Appreciate the Knicks. Let's uh, fucking wrap this shit the fuck up. Yeah. Well, I don't think uh, I'll ever really appreciate the Knicks. But like I said, if I had to, I will. That. If I have to, I will. And I mean that. So we're going to wrap this up. It's Big Mike the Don chilling with Mr. J. Buddha and yes, Mr. Trey Williams. Yes, sir. And like I always say, I hope you have a good day, no matter what day you listen to this podcast. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Reverse the Universe. <laughs>